people of the world, welcome to the VGM Fight Club. Once again to the VGM Fight Club, a VGM podcast where I pick a topic, I take two people usually part of the VGM podcasting community, or VGM podcasters themselves, have them pick a tra- make a track list based on said topic, and then have them duke it out in the VGM Fight Club arena. I am once again your host and commissioner, The Last Recon. Some top of the show notes. First and foremost, thank you all for having much patience during my time away due to work. I appreciate everyone that voted and listened in to the, what was the, oh, the Falcom Fisticuff between the one Diamond Dallas Purnell and Kung Fu Carlito. As we all know now, Carlito has advanced to the semifinals where he will face off again, again up against the one and only Bedroth in a rematch that might just be, I don't know, this might be a legendary rivalry almost as good as that of Jay Gangster versus The Messenger. You know, like, these guys are going at it again, and I gotta tell you, it cannot end in a tie this time. The topic of that match has yet to be decided, but once I figure it out, I will let you people know. I have a couple ideas I'm rolling around. I'm just trying to pick the, you know, mm, the right one. Now, the next matchup after tonight's episode has already been decided. The tracks have been picked. I just have to go about putting the episode together. It will feature myself versus none other than Prof. Jeff in a comic book chaos fight. Now, details of that will be released later this week after this episode has aired and is put up. But, that being said, again, a few top-of-the-show notes. Um, You know, the Nintendo Expansion Online Pass... You know, well, Nintendo Online Expansion Pass came out. I did get it. I'm having great fun with it. I also... Beat Metroid Dread. I give it an 8 out of 10. Uh, those are my own personal reasons. I will not get into details of that till like maybe next episode. But regardless, um, 8 out of 10. Great game. Definitely worth the $60 price tag. Go buy it. I Again, I beat it. Um, I'm playing through the Castlevania Advanced Collection on the Switch. I've beat Circle of the Moon. I've just beat Harmony of Distance. I'm now working on Aria Sorrow. These are three games I've already beaten before, but I love the game, so I'm going back and playing them again. Uh, other than that, I'm enjoying the expansion pass. I've been playing the crap out of Winback, a lot of Mario Tennis, uh, trying to get better at Mario Kart 64. I just can't get a hang of it. was not one of my favorite Mario Karts. If I had to say my favorite Mario Kart of all time, it'd be Double Dash for the GameCube. Just saying, best Mario Kart of all time. I will die on this hill. But that being said, you know, um, we're two weeks away from the Diamond and Pearl remix, so looking forward to that. Uh, holiday season's coming up. Hopefully we can all get our PS5s or Siri X's, who knows, our Switches, if they're still in high demand. Uh, not much else I can say. Uh, the shows will, uh, the episodes will air on a normal schedule now. I am working local rather than out of state now, well, out of town now. So, again, thank you everyone for being patient while I was dealing with out-of-town work. But, that being said, on to today's episode. We have none other then Alex the Messenger mess Alex the Messenger Messenger of a the Messenger presents a VGM journey going up against Muddled Madness 
in a Nintendo knife fight. Now, for those of you who are wondering, where in the heck did the commissioner come up with this idea? So, years ago, there was an anime called Yu Yu Hakusho, one of the greatest animes of all time, because that's one of the greatest tournament arcs of all time. If anything, I would say Yu Yu Hakusho defined what it means for a tournament arc in an anime with the Dark Tournament. Now, in the first round of Dark Tournament, Team Yusuke was going up against another team. I forget what their name is. But the final guy that Yusuke fought was a guy named Shu. And during the fight, Shu, you know, suggested to Yusuke, let's have a knife fight. And the concept of the fight was they drew a circle. They put two knives down in the circle and they each put their heel to the back of the knife. And the rules were they had to duke it out. They couldn't, they had to duke it out till one of them either fell outside the circle while their heel was pressed up against the knife. First one to fall outside the circle or remove their foot from the bl knife blade, loss. And it was great. So, Nintendo Knife Fight. Within this circle are only games that you can either originally play on the Nintendo Entertainment System, has been produced or published by Nintendo, or the only means of accessing it is a Nintendo Entertainment System. So, both contestants, they submitted the tracks to me, and I gotta say, they fell well within the guidelines. So, what did they pick? How's it gonna go? We're all about to find out. So, I decided that Muddle Madness, seeing as in this is his first time on the show, We'll be going first each round, followed by Alex's tracks after his. So, you know, first muddle, then Alex. So, for the first round, Muddle Madness has chosen a track called Ebb and Flow from the game Splatoon 2. I believe this came out for the Nintendo Switch, or was it the Wii? Was it the Wii U or the Switch? I forget. I've never played any of the Splatoon games. Okay, they just don't interest me. But that being said, the composers are... Toru Minagishi, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Shiho Fuji. So let's go ahead and give a listen on to round one.
Welcome back. That was Ebb and Flow from Splatoon 2, composed by Toru Minagishi, Ryo Nagamatsu, and Shio Fuji. I've never played any of the Splatoon games. They just kind of don't interest me. I know a lot of people rave about them. I know a lot of people like them. Just not my cup of tea. Nothing wrong with them. You know, to each his own. But, like, for me, nah, I'm good. I, I, I'm all the way good on this. Uh, they look fun, but not the type of fun I want to have. Uh, sorry, I mean, that's probably a bit of a, you know, it, you know, not everyone's going to like the same type of games, you know? So, uh, but regardless, that was a great track, especially, you know, this is Muddle's first time on the show. You know, welcome to the, you know, arena Muddle, you know, about to get your hands dirty. Because here comes the messenger to pop you in the face. For his first round pick is Sunny Beach, otherwise known as Shindo Pack Tau version original OST from the game Wave Race 64, composed by Kazumi Totaka. Sunny Beach from Wave Race 64, composed by Kazumi Totaka. You know, I have never played Wave Race 64 or Wave Race Blue Storm for the GameCube. Which is a shame, because I heard these were great games. It's just, it was one of the games that I didn't have when I had a Nintendo 64. So it might have been just one of the things I missed out on. Um, I believe me and my brother had Wave Race for the Game Boy? Uh, I remember just doing the Solom challenge all the time, spelled S-L-A-L-O-M, and like always beating David's time. So, um, but yeah, just, again, this is a game I've never played. I know of it. Um, people do rave about it. People do think it's great. It is a classic. So, you know, this will probably get put onto the Nintendo 64 expansion pass. So, by the way, that bonus episode is still coming once I find the time. Haha. <laughs> So, uh, great pick, Alex, you know. So, we're, you know, we're going to go ahead and move on to the second round. Now, Muddle looks like he's kicking it up a bit, okay? His second round pick is Sticker Brush Symphony. But this is a cover done by none other than the Mad Gear. So, uh, shout out to Bruce Irons, Cameron Worma, and the rest of the Mad Gear, you know, gang. Um, you guys are great. like your stuff. Uh, this is from the game Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. Original composer is David Wise, so, you know, this is one of the most well-known VGM tracks that there is, so let's listen in and see, you know, 
what this is hitting for.
back. And that somber tune was Sticker Brush Symphony, covered by The Mad Gear, with the original composer being David Wise from the game Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest. And man, if I ain't know no better, I say Muddle Mad is trying to pull a triple hammock. Trying to come in real smooth-like, you know, hit everyone with that surprise little punch to the face real quick. Might have to watch out for Muddle. So, everyone who has had a Super Nintendo or played a Super Nintendo knows about this game and knows about this track. It is probably one of the most, I gotta say, it's one of the most iconic VGM tracks there are out there. And again, this is a hill I'm willing to die on. Uh, in my opinion, Donkey Kong Country 2 is the superior Donkey Kong Country out of the three Donkey Kong Countries, being Donkey Kong Country, Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy's Conquest, and Donkey Kong Country 3, Dixie's Kong Trouble, which I think I got to the first boss and just was like, ah, I'm done with this game. Like, I'm sorry, just... I mean, I'm playing through Tropical Freeze right now. Um, I haven't even gotten to the first boss yet, but um, I'm enjoying it so far. But yeah, wow, just... That was a real great track model. So, what does the messenger have for his second round pick? He's chosen a track from a game I've never played, I've heard of, a lot of people have heard of, and like this game series. It's, the track is called Never Let Up from the game Mario & Luigi Dream Team. And the original composer is, well, Yoko Shimomura.
right, that was Never Let Up from the game Mario Luigi Dream Team, composed by Yoko Shimomura. I've never played any of the Mario Luigi games. I know they're like kind of RPGs, like Super Mario RPG, so to say. Again, games that really just did not interest me. Some people find them entertaining. I'm like, listen, I need an actual Mario game. Like, I just, Mario as an RPG just does not work for me. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Like, that's just my opinion. Like, a lot of people don't like FPSs. You know, that's their opinion. You know, just like my opinion is, I don't like the Mario and Luigi games. Like, when I think about a Mario game, it's either a platformer, a racing game, tennis, golf, whatnot. But Mario as an RPG, eh, uh, I'm, I'm okay. But thanks anyway. But this was a great track. Definitely a great track. Neither, these, these two individuals, these two fighters are not pulling any punches especially in the second round so you gotta wonder like let's let's just get into the third round let's see what they got and i gotta tell you these guys are definitely just just they're just definitely going towards my love for the nintendo 64 because muddle has chosen a track from f-zero x track is called decide in the eyes guitar arrangement original composer is taro bondo Hajime Wakai, Ryuchi Katsumata, and I believe Taro Bondo and Ryuchi Katsumata are the arrangers for the guitar. So, you know, F-Zero X just, oh man, please, like, I have the game for my 64, but I would definitely love to play it on my Switch, so, here's hoping, here's the track.
aren't bleeding. I don't know. Like if you if you don't have whiplash from all the headbang you just did, I don't know what to tell you. That was the side in the eyes guitar arrangement from the game F Zero X, composed by Taro Bondo, Hajime Wakai, Ryuchi Katsumata, with Taro Bondo and Ryuchi Katsumata for the guitar arrangement. And man, that was awesome. Like I love F Zero X. Love it. Was one of the first racing games I ever played on the Nintendo sixty four. Actually, yeah, the yeah, actually, it was the first racing game I ever played on Nintendo 64. Just, man, I, I gotta tell you, I am enjoying the Nintendo 64 Pass. This is one of the games I really hope gets ported to it. I don't see why Nintendo wouldn't do this. Also, at the same time, Nintendo, give us a new F-Zero for the Switch. Please. We want it. We deserve it. Stop playing with us. My God. If you can't give us Metroid Prime 4 yet, give us at least a new F-Zero. Just saying. That, and um, I don't know about any of you, but I have heard complaints from people about lag in some of the Nintendo 64 games, and also lag when playing online with some of these games. Uh, I haven't played online with anyone in any Nintendo 64 games, but I have noticed lag in different games, but it's not like the end of the world, and I'm pretty sure it'll get fixed, hopefully, because you know, Nintendo, you got us paying a lot of money. For a product that's kind of feels like y'all just kind of rushed it out the door in a sense just saying but you know this neither here nor there we're talking about you know f-zero x because i gotta tell you lagging f-zero x would really 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 suck if you get my drift nintendo no pun intended but moving on to our to you know sir messengers third round pick he has chosen track from Mega Man 6. Now, before anyone says anything, originally, you could only play Mega Man 6 on the Nintendo Entertainment System, so it counts. In the words of Judge Mills Lane, I'll allow it. Anyway, the track is Flame Man Stage. It's composed by Yuko Takahara. So let's give it a Ooh, excuse me. Let's give this a listen.
Alright, we are back. That was Flame Man Stage from the game Mega Man 6, composed by Yuko Takahara. You know, I really, I'm trying to get around because I, I have the entire Mega Man series. Oh, the main Mega Man series and the Mega Man X series. I got them on the uh, Xbox. They were on sale. It was like a bundle for like 60 bucks originally and it was on sale for like 30 I was like, I'm definitely going to get that. So I plan on playing through all those and probably streaming and play through all those. I'm not going to speedrun like, you know, Sir Phantom Meyer or Dan Lawton, but, you know, I'll still probably just stream myself playing them, just showing, hey, I beat all the Mega Mans. Kind of great, you know. But yeah, not much to say about, you know, it's Flame Man, you know, Flame Man stage, you know, just... Uh, all I gotta say is I can't wait to go back to MAGFest. That's right, people, MAGFest is on the way, which, by the way... Sir Moore, Jesse, by God, Sega Legend Moore. I cannot wait to introduce myself to you at MAG and then thoroughly beat you into the ground and make you bend the knee, thus changing your Twitter handle to VGM Fight Club Jobber. Oh, it's going to happen, sir. It's going to happen. We're still ironing out the details. I have to get in contact with them about... What kind of match we're going to have. But do know the game will be No Mercy for Nintendo 64. Which once again I must ask. What will it take for us to get No Mercy on the Nintendo Switch? I just want to know. What would it take to get for, on the Game Pass? I get it WWF they're all. Eh, or WWE or. Eh, just come on. Just, just Vince. 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 Listen. You just released all these superstars that you have no business releasing. Good talent. I mean, I'm sorry. Even Marie... Alright, I'm gonna get on my soapbox real quick. Just if I could take a moment. Get on my soapbox. Alright. Eva Marie should have never been brought back in any shape or form to the WWE. Sorry. No. Okay. Uh, Mandy Rose should not be NXT Women's Champion. Again, me being on my soapbox, I kind of think it has to do with the fact that Raquel Gonzalez... Mary Braun Strowman. I just find it a little bit funny that she marries Braun Strowman and they make her drop the title to Mandy Rose, who seems to fit a certain aesthetic in Vince's eyes, if you know what I mean. Uh, let go of someone like Keith Lee, who y'all gave a hell of a push to, and then had him off TV for months, bring him back, completely change his name and his aesthetic, and then y'all release him along with his wife, well, soon-to-be wife, I don't know if they're married yet, just... Does anyone know what's going on at WWE corporate office? Do we need to go to Connecticut, talk to someone? It's like Triple H goes into the hospital for a few days and Vince is just running the... Just, oh my God, and don't even get me started on what he's done to NXT. Ah, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. But anyway, uh, we'll love just to get no mercy on the Nintendo 64 Game Pass. I'm really hoping we get some choice games. I mean, Sin and Punishment, that's definitely a great game. Like, just... Here's hoping. But, moving forward, we're going to go into our fourth round. And I got to tell you, people. I didn't realize this until I was doing up the show notes for this episode. What had happened between the fourth and the fifth rounds. And I got to tell you. Oh, man. So, Muddle has brought the track Fundrana Drifts. Stamage from Metroid Prime, but this is a cover done by Metroid Metal. The original composers for Metroid Prime are Kenji Yamamoto and Koichi, Koichi, Koichi Kuma. Oddly enough, my cousin Adam 
actually knows either either the lead singer or the lead drummer for Metroid Metal has actually done art for them. So I actually know these guys. They're pretty great. So I'm interested to hear their cover of this track. So here we go. <laughs>
That was Vadrana Rifts Stamage, covered down by Metroid Metal from the game Metroid Prime. Original composers Kenji Yamamoto, Koichi Kiyuma. I gotta tell you, man, like, so to give a bit of context, I did not know anything about Samus Aran outside of Super Smash Brothers, the original. Okay, it wasn't until Super Smash Brothers 2 when I realized, oh, okay, because my brother David used to use Samus in Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Bros. Melee. Didn't know nothing about Samus at all. It wasn't until Metroid Fusion came out for the Game Boy Advance that I played the game for the first time and fell in love with the Metroid games. And then I played Zero Mission. And then I played Prime 1 and 2. I have yet to play 3. I'm working on getting a copy for my Wii. Played during my off-season. Oddly enough, I didn't complete Metroid... I didn't even play Super Metroid until I got a Wii U... And this was like a little bit after my middle son Stilios had been born. Stilios had to be like three, four months at this point. That was back in 2015 when I finally got um, Super Metroid and played and beat it and absolutely loved the game. Um, I'm considering getting Metroid 2 Return of Samus for the 3DS. I know a lot of people have said some things about it. It's not as great. As it should be, but you know, I'm gonna give it a try because you know, like, I've kind of if you count Zero Mission, Zero Mission is basically a remake of the original Metroid. So if you count it, I've played all the Metroids, the canonical, canonical Metroid games, except for Metroid 2. So I need to get on that, but regardless, this was a great track. I enjoyed the Metroid Prime games. I remember the first time I played this game, I borrowed it from my friend Chuck, who's like a brother to me. You know, I was sitting there at the house, I was bored. He was like, hey, I just played, I just got done playing this Metroid game. I really don't like it. Maybe you will. He gave it to me. I'm like, Metroid as a first-person shooter? I don't know. And I started playing it, and I was in love with this game. I used to enjoy scanning everything with that visor. And I mean everything. Just, oh, I might have to get the trilogy so I can play this. But this is a great track. But here's where things get interesting. So the messenger has submitted a track from Metroid Prime to Echoes. <laughs> the track is called Torvis Bog, and original composer is Kenji Yamamoto.
Okay, we're back. That was Torvis Bog from the game Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. Original composer is Kenji Yamamoto, and... Oh, man. The Metroid Prime games. So, you know... When you think about it, Metroid as a first-person shooter just kind of works. I mean... When I think back to the GameCube and the games they had... Like, Nintendo's always had this thing of trying to, like, be innovative, so to say, and... You know, Metroid Prime was definitely one of those innovations that paid off in the end because, you know, it is well-loved. I mean, Jesus, people are clamoring for Metroid Prime 4. Like, when they mentioned, hey, we're working on Metroid Prime 4 during, um, I guess you could call it E3 earlier this year. It was like, oh, man, this is a... But, hey, here's Metroid Dread. And I was like, yes. You know, people were complaining like, I'm going to pay $60 for the two... Listen. Okay, just, just can... I have come to the concept that there are just some people out there that cannot be pleased, and I'm okay with that. But don't ruin it for the rest of us, okay? Metroid Dread, at this point, is quite possibly my contender for Game of the Year. Possibly. Don't know yet. I haven't played many video games this year, other than Resident Evil Village. Like, Actually, you know what? I think I'm going to list down every game I've beaten this year, just to like kind of give a context, because my god, I've been busy. But, regardless... This is a great track. Like, man, both these tr both these fighters have brought their very best. Their absolute very best. And I gotta tell you, I'm a little concerned about what's gonna happen in this final round, but we're here. And Muddle has chosen a track for his fifth round pick from the game Xenoblade Chronicles X, a game I really wish. You know. I'm going to get to this after the track plays. Uh, but this is from Xenoblade Chronicles X. And the track is called Black Tar, which is the battle theme. But this is with vocals. I could not find the uh, singer who does the vocals. But the original composer is Hiroyuki Sawano. So here we go. Final round. Uh, before we go on final round, just a quick funny story about Metroid Prime 2 Echoes I meant to say. Uh, when I rented this game from Blockbuster when it came out. And there's a boss fight in the game where you have to turn into the morph ball. And I guess you have to launch yourself on top of the boss. Use the spider magnet ability. And then drop a bomb into the holes in the boss's head. It's like a robot. And I remember dying to this boss like all morning long. Not being able to beat it. And like I figured out a good pattern to beating it. And it was like five minutes before I had to go to work. And like the cab was pulling up. And like I beat this thing by the skin of my teeth. And just barely had enough time to run to the save point, save the game, run down steps, and get in the cab. <laughs> it was... Oh, God. I was, like, this close to being late for work because of Metroid Prime 2 Echoes. But, um, anyway, here's the track, Black Tar, battle theme from Xenoblade Chronicles X with vocals. Please enjoy.
we're stuck on a whole different planet. No peace looking at the sky, trouble's always all around, so we stay quick with the guns and cannons. Standing as long as we can until we get all dolls up. Then call our vets off, we'll blow the guitar, dealing with lives messed up. Said, see the 
black tar is taking a ship down so far Don't wanna lose hope, but here we are Wishing to see the sun rise, but the sun doesn't rise in this sky Black tar covers most eyes Tar battle theme from the game Xenoblade Chronicles X, composed by Hiroyuki Sawano, and I actually found out who does the lyrics. It's the one David Whitaker, and this is why I know this. So, as I was listening to the song, the voice sounded familiar. I'm like, wait, that, that sounds like the guy who sings a song for an anime I watched called Kill La Kill, or watched. It's a great anime. And there's a song in there called Before My Body Runs Dry. And it sounded like the same voice, so I went and looked it up. Sure enough, the composer for this game also did the soundtrack for Kill La Kill. So, this was something that I am shocked to find out, and it's dope. So happy that, Muddle, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Oh, man, just anime and video games. Joining forces yet again. Woo! Oh, yeah, this was a great track. Oh, man, just... Such a great track. I am a little irked because I had this game for the Wii U. I had to sell my Wii U when I first moved into my apartment. And I've been on the fence about getting another Wii U for the simple fact of... Um, I Most of the games that were on the Wii U have been ported to the Switch. This is one of the very few games that has not been ported from the Wii U to the Switch. And I'm just like, I don't see... I can't justify getting a Wii U just... You know, to be able to play Xenoblade Chronicles X. So, Nintendo, listen, you're already milking me dry for this Game Pass thing. Alright, for the expansion pass. Alright, $50 a year for this. Could you just give me Xenoblade Chronicles X? Could you just re-release it for the Switch? Please, I'm acting nicely. Alright, sorry bad enough as it is. But we got all these Game Boy Advance games. And Super Nintendo, like all these Game Boy Advance games that we can't play. Unless it's done through emulation. Because you guys don't want to give us like a Game Boy Advance shop on the DS or 3DS. And if it is, it's not that great of a selection because you don't update it. What's next? A Game Boy Advance expansion thing for the Nintendo Online? That'd be great. But yo, just please stop playing with me. Nintendo. I want my Xenoblade Chronicles X. Alright? I would like to play Golden Sun again. Stop playing with me, Nintendo. Why are you playing with my emotions, Nintendo? Now, while I was going through my rant and being upset, uh, Sir Messenger might have thrown a low blow that I did not see. Because his final track of the night is from the game Killer Instinct. The track is called Industrial Warehouse, but this is the arcade version. Now, when I first saw this, one, I just recently, like I said, I just started doing this episode today, and I vetted the, you know... The tracks because it was like, oh, okay, I saw what tracks they picked. Now, the only way you could originally play a Killer Instinct at home on a console was on the Super Nintendo. So I will allow it, even though it's the arcade track, because the Industrial Warehouse is also the same, is basically Folgore's theme, which is what is used on the Super Nintendo one. So while some might be like, oh, the messenger pulled a low blow, hey, I didn't see it, so I'm allow it. 
Okay. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It's in there. I'm allowing it. Regardless, this is Industrial Warehouse from the game Killer Instinct, composed by Robin Beanland and Graham Norgate.
That was Industrial Warehouse, also known as Fulgorstein, from the game Killer Instinct, composed by Robin Beanland and Graeme Norgate. Now, again, like I said, the original way you could play Killer Instinct at home was on the Super Nintendo, so it does count. Granted, it's a bit of a dirty tactic, but again, I didn't see it, so I'm allow it. Hey, didn't see it. For all I know, Alex, you know, did a roll-up pin and put his feet on the ropes. I didn't see it. You know, hey, life goes on. But that's going to bring us to the end of the match and to the part of the show that I like to call Sudden Death. My favorite part of the game. <laughs> sudden Death. Now, the sudden death part of the show is basically where, in the event of a tie, that, you know, each competitor will have one last chance to, you know, seize victory from the jaws of defeat, you know, and also move forward into the semifinals. Now, I I don't know what to make of this next song, uh, but it's definitely Nintendo-based. So, Mado has submitted a track called... Waltz of the Forest, and I guess it's supposed to be based around Super Mario RPG. I couldn't find much information other than, I guess the original composer is a guy named Kerr Bofer. And the video I found originally, it was an animated video that some guy named, I think, Dementiex or something did for it. But um, this is all the information I could find. So this is a track, Waltz of the Forest. Um, here we go. Super Mario RPG Super Mario RPG Super Mario RPG Yo, yo, you're trapped in this place Make no mistake, or you'll never escape Super Mario RPG, it is the only one just for me When I play the game I get lost in a phase Secrets in this game, many of which drive some peeps insane. Why we tried to cheat in a really good game just sounds like crap and it makes you look lame. So give me all the things I need, just don't get lost. You gotta take heat, this crazy maze. Only head spin, there's only one short way to win. I need icons, cookies, and mushrooms, everything. What jack got room and don't you ever lose track of Gino? You wanna die? No, I don't think so. Super Mario
Composed by some name, some guy named Kerbofer, uh, and it's a song dedicated to Super Mario RPG. So that was definitely different. Uh, now messengers. <laughs> oh man, I believe Alex for the first time ever has gotten just a little bit cocky. Alex, you know, showing some swagger. You know, he came into this match like, "Hey, you're the rookie. I'm the vet." Because he has chosen a track from Mario Kart 64, which, by the way, fellas, thank you so much. At least I believe Muddle is a guy. I don't know. Muddle, if you're not, um, I apologize if I got your gender wrong. I do apologize for that. But uh, both fighters have brought a lot of nostalgia tracks for me this episode. And I thank you both very much for this. But Alex, man, <laughs> guy, wow. Alex has chosen a track from Mario Kart 64, and the track is just simply called Victory Lap. <laughs> Composed by Kenta Nagata. Here we go.
Alright, we're back. That was Victory Lap from the game Mario Kart 64, composed by Kenta Nagata, and I gotta tell you, I think Alex is just, man, oh, whoo, man, whoo, uh, Shade Throne, I think, I don't know for sure, but hey, anyway, that's gonna take, that's gonna bring us to the end of the show, uh, I greatly enjoyed doing this episode because I was a Nintendo kid for so long, I mean, I do think it's crazy that in this current day and age, people are still on the whole console war thing. Oh, this is better than this. This is better than this. We all know the Switch is superior. But in terms of like the Xbox and PlayStation, I say everyone's preference, it, it just, it's a matter of preference for the most part. Both systems have their pros and cons. You know, let's just all agree that we all enjoy video games, okay? So, that being said, I like to thank everyone and anyone that has ever listened to the show and votes. Uh, shout out to Jay Gangster for the show logo and shout out to Bedroth for some of the music he's edited for the intro of the show. Um, uh, now, something I forgot to address. So, Ra, so, Pranel basically said he was going to kind of retire from the game. And, you know, I get it, Pranel. You know, just. You know, you've had a few wins, a few losses. I don't think you should retire. Maybe step away for a little bit, maybe. But you'll be back, because guess what, buddy? Unbeknownst to you, you're... Because you see, you're here forever. Did I, Pernell? You signed a lifelong contract. Own your soul, buddy. Yeah. But no, seriously. Uh, I, I, I hope to see you back in the Fight Club, you know, whenever, someday. But that being said, I want to, you know, shout out to everyone who listens and participates again. Uh, shout out to Very Good Music, a VGM podcast, Better Off and Shoe Kapow. Uh, shout out to the VGM Embassy, Ed Wilson. Uh, Rhythm and Pixels, uh, Game That Tune, John, Get John, John Harrington, Jesse Moore, uh, David Fleming, and John Regan. By the way, Regan, happy birthday. You suck! But happy birthday, Regan. Uh, shout out to KVGM, The Last Wave. Uh, any other? Oh, Volt Supreme. Uh, Volt Supreme Synth Stream Dream Machine. I think I got that right. And anyone else out there in the podcast universe, shout out to all you. Thank you to everyone that listens in. Uh, so the next matchup, as I stated, will be against myself and Prof Jeff in a comic book chaos fight. Look for that probably within the next week or two. I'm going to probably speed up the uh, recording process just to get caught up because, again, I'm local now and my offseason will be beginning soon. So we'll see what happens. But regardless... Thank you, everyone who listens in. And again, I really enjoyed doing this episode because I love Nintendo. It's one of my favorite systems of all time. Um, I generally just saw the trailer for Neil Patrick Harris's 8-Bit Christmas, and I'm looking, re I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, might have to have a few drinks and watch that because that looks like it's going to be hilarious. I suggest anyone that was around during the 80s, wanted Nintendo for Christmas, should watch that movie with their kids. But regardless, just um, thank you to everyone who listens to the show. I love Nintendo. It's one of my favorite systems of all time and one of my favorite com gaming companies. Even though Nintendo's practices as of late has been really um, saddening because it's just like they're just trying to squeeze us for every little penny that they can get from us in terms of nostalgia sake. And while we all want that nostalgia and all want that feeling again, just... It has to be done right, and it just felt like a lot of stuff they've been doing lately has been rushed. In terms of like the, like I said, people are having issues with the expansion pass. 
Uh, I gotta be honest, I am highly disappointed in the Sega Genesis selection for the expansion pass. I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna pull the punch. Okay, it's a shoot, call it what you want, okay? Um, the Sega Genesis game selection sucks. It does. Alright? Like, I got Sonic Mega Collection for the, yeah, the Sonic Genesis Collection for the Xbox 360, and I got Sega Classics Collection for the Switch, and they have a much broader library. Like, I have a modded Super Nintendo Classic that just... Come on, Nintendo. Come on. Y'all could have given us some way better selections than what y'all gave us for the Sega Genesis stuff. Like, the 64, I understand. You're starting out with a couple of titles and you're going to work your way up, but that Sega Genesis collection is pathetic. It is disappointing. It's pathetic. Shame on y'all. Absolute, complete shame on you, Sega. I mean, um, Nintendo. Shame on you, Se Nintendo. Like, there's so much better. Shame on you. But, you know, that's gonna be it for the show. Uh, as usual, uh, you can write me at vgmfightclub at hotmail.com. Uh, Discord page will, you know, the Discord will be in the notes. Uh, YouTube page, the next save point. Uh, off again, off-season's coming up, so I might start streaming again. Who knows? Um... Not much else to say. I have a birthday coming up. Um, no, I'm not going to start a Patreon. Just, I have a birthday coming up. I will be 35 on the 21st of November. So, I might do a special episode on that day. But, that being said. Uh, so, tonight's special guest is none other than the VGM cover band known as Gametal. And I have chosen two tracks for them. The first track is Jungle slash Bass slash Boss from the original Contra. And the second track, well, I'm just going to leave as a surprise. So, as always, once again, I am your host and the commissioner, the last Regan Daryl Bowers. This has been the VGM Fight Club. And the words of Kenny Omega, thank you and good night. And everybody, as always, Wu-Tang Forever. Here is Gametal with first a cover of the first three areas of Contra. And then a special bonus track to all you got, all you people out there. Have a good night. Drive home safe. Later.